I'm Gary Shotton. I'm here as a part of Inspiring Better Business. I was raised with some wonderful parents and early on in life they encouraged us to save money. It wasn't our idea, it was just a pattern. We would get an A on our report cards and we'd add up the A's and we'd get a quarter for each A. We'd do just a little bit of work and uh, not just chores around the house, that was for free, but we'd drive tractor for dad, get a quarter an hour, that was fair, we were excited, we didn't mind getting a quarter an hour, but we didn't go to town and spend it, and most of it was saved. When we had $50, uh, we'd go to town and my parents would match that with another $50. Not always, but pretty regularly. So I was about 17 years old and I had a hand-me-down car from my big brother, my older, next older brother, and I got wind and understood that, man, I found out that I had $6,700 in my personal savings account. Now keep in mind, my parents' car in the early 70s, this would have been about 76, 70, I'm sorry, 66, 67, right in that time period, when they bought a Mercury Marquis, it was a big family car, a monster, we'd call it a, a boat, my kids would call it a boat, but that car was around thirty-five hundred to four thousand dollars and I had almost enough money to buy two of those but when I went to my dad finding this out and I'm thinking I need to upgrade my car why don't I just take out some money and I could buy a nicer car nope not gonna happen it was in 71 then that the opportunity came there was a large auction it was well advertised people came from many counties around from the next states over because there was a large sum of land, six, almost 2,000 acres to be sold. And my dad had prepared. Now he had a, a ceiling figure, but his ceiling figure was $50 per acre. And dad purchased that 2,000 plus acres for $49 an acre. Wow. Amazing. Now, Keep in mind, these numbers don't mean a lot, but these, this land is worth a lot of money today. And in the process, Dad had predetermined, didn't ask us, he took my $6,700 and a similar $6,700 from my two brothers of similar age and put up the other 20000 so 67, 67, 67 times 3 is 20000 because he needed $40,000 down payment and formed Shotton uh, Farms Incorporated. I'm a sixth owner. Right now I'm a fifth owner of Shotton Farms Incorporated today. This happened almost nearly 50 years ago. And through the process of time, uh, more land was purchased, more uh, acreage was purchased out of the revenue from that. And the good thing about this sale auction was that, if you know about auctions, the land rights could have what's called subsurface rights. In other words, rights to the minerals, the oil, potential oil or gas under the ground. And the surface rights, that would be the wheat that was already planted on the ground. And the auction was such that to get the maximum amount of money for the a seller who was a family, a very large family, had lots of property, and they decided to sell this with the buyer, my dad, and Shotton Farms Inc., getting all of the mineral rights that were still with the land, 
and all of the surface rights, which would mean the wheat that had been planted in August of the previous year, this was in February, uh, that the auction was, and then the harvest would be in June, late June, would go with the land, the owner, that church, church, uh, first, that purchased the land, whoever that might be, well advertised, rather than with the person that had planted the land, the person that was selling it. Guess what happened? Wheat went from a dollar a bushel to two dollars a bushel. We did nothing as a family but pay the harvester to cut the wheat and the half that was planted was totally paid for in four months. Amazing. Now again, the next year, almost all of the other half was totally paid for by the next wheat harvest because the wheat price went up unexpectedly in that period of time. We've had that land for 50 years. We have sold parcels off of it at a time. I won't tell you what the remainder is worth, but it's still worth a pretty chunk. But the point of this lesson is not about buying land, not about real estate, but about being an entrepreneur and being prepared when an opportunity comes. You see, I've watched many real entrepreneurs and they never back themselves into a corner that they would not have an option to buy a good deal. I had a similar thing happen to me. Now it was pretty tough. I was in the moving business. It was in the uh, late, uh, it was, uh, I owned the business from basically 84 to the year 2000. So this would have been in about 88, 89, maybe 90. No, it would have been uh, closer to, to, to 93 or 94 uh, of uh, 1993 or 94. And it was the winter time and it was cold and we had a moving business. And so there was not a lot of moving going on and my bills were stacked up pretty high. And a realtor wasn't doing much and he was looking for somebody to buy something so he could get a commission. He knocks on my door, he knew who we, who we were, and I said, hey, that land that adjoins you is for sale. Wouldn't you want to buy it? And I looked Bob in the eyes and I said, Bob, I have no money. There's, I can't see how we could even put a bid down on it. He said, well, what about if you, and he made a deal and he said, well, I could scrape up $5,000 and I'll put the uh, down payment on $5,000 knowing that I'll try to borrow the rest of the money, but I only have 30 days. If after 30 days I can't borrow the money, then I would get my money back because I reserved it or put it on hold or it was pending financing. Well, 30 days comes up and I still hadn't gotten my financing. The point would be, again, I scraped up the $5,000 and by the skin of my teeth, we bought 17 and a half acres that adjoined my property when I barely made it happen. But I made it happen. Entrepreneurs have that ability to make things happen in the financial world. And a lot of times it's when others have turned away the opportunity or, or, or afraid to take the risk or frankly, they're, they're not geared to take that risk. Frankly, there's not a criticism here. They're not born entrepreneurs. I'm born, called of God, to handle finances and monies, to take risk, to take calculated risk. That's what happened when I bought this machine shop. It's another story. But one of the keys for anyone that's wanting to advance themselves in life is to have some kind of reserve, 
some way to get money if a good deal comes. You don't just gamble at it. There's research done. You have prepared yourself. It needs to be a logical step. But in each of those two cases, those were pivotal points that projected the ownership of land and the ownership of buildings, and that's part of being an entrepreneur. Keep some kind of reserve available to take care of opportunities. I was at a meeting with some very successful people and I had a fun time for three or four days, my wife and I together, and one of them stood up at the platform and says, you know guys, they're all pretty wealthy guys. I was there on my shirt tail, I'll be honest with you. And he says, you don't want to let a good recession pass you by. Because in a recession, all kinds of opportunities come to surface and those that have cash can take advantage of those. Thanks for being a part of Inspiring Better Business.